You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The car feature. Uh, if you, like many of us, are sitting with driver's licenses that have expired because you are just not physically able to go to a traffic department office uh, in order for you to renew your driver's license, the next question becomes very important. Are you still insured? That's the question that Veynard van Fieren, client experience partner, will be answering from King Price Insurance. Veynard, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, good afternoon to you. Thank you, Africa. Nice talking to you. So, if my driver's license is expired, I haven't been able to go to um, a traffic department to go and renew it. Uh, am I insured by you? So, so Africa, if you go and look at it, you know, in the, in the, especially in these last two years, what we've gone through, you know, everything is not being operated, the rating as it was. And then, obviously, you know, there's a lot more vehicles on the road where there's actually two scenarios where we, where we get caught out. And that is the first, let's first look at your vehicle license. Now, um, I've heard there are insurers out there that will say, listen, you don't enjoy cover anymore because your vehicle license has expired. That is completely wrong. How can you do something like that? Um, I mean, if the license expired, how does that change risk of the, of the insurer, you know, when it comes to your car? There's always in the short-term insurance policy, I haven't seen one, who don't have the clause that it's still your responsibility to ensure that your car's always in a roadworthy condition. So you know you must you must make sure that the tires is in a good condition, the brakes. Um, that can be that can cause an accident, but definitely not your license. And therefore, insurers can't reject a claim like that if your license just expired and your car still in a roadworthy condition. And then the other one is your driver's license. People are. Um, you know, can't renew their driver's license quickly enough. And um, every insurer will also have a clause in there that's, that's saying, listen, we're not going to pay your claim if, if, if the driver in the accident was not in possession of a valid um, driver's license. And that, that can also not be fair because how does that change your driving ability? In my opinion, the, the insurer must then send you to uh, a test center and say, listen, let's go and have a look. Are there any endorsements? Where your eyes, um, you know, without the glasses, not in a condition where you could drive, and was that relevant to the way in which the accident occurred? But you can, you, an insurer can't just reject that claim. It's wrong. People must, um, you know, you must go further if things like that happens to them. Because on the latter, just because I might be sitting with a card that is expired doesn't make me any less able to drive than I was maybe three weeks ago when my card was still, um, uh, well, I suppose, still in time. Exactly that. You know, so the insurer will have to explain, um, you know, to, to, to your lawyer or to the ombudsman for short-term insurance. If they want to reject that claim, how is that relevant or, you know, material to the way in which the loss occurred? So you are driving, nothing has changed on your driving ability. It's something completely different if you give your car to someone who has never had a driver's license, who can't drive, and now he's on the road and he's in an accident. You won't get away with saying, listen, it was um, now you're in lockdown or in the times that we're living, he couldn't obtain his license. But if your license expired, you were in a position that you couldn't get to the test center soon enough, it will not be fair for an insurer just to go and reject your license. At King Price, we settle those claims. If there's suspicion that there could have been an endorsement on a license, 
this US the insurer still has the opportunity to send um, the person to a, a driving um, a test center to make sure of everything. But I mean, there's no prejudice there. Those claims must be settled. I, is the industry having a conversation, Vaynard, that then appreciates that there are certain immediate challenges in South Africa that might take, I don't know, a couple of months, even a year perhaps to resolve as far as expiration of not only driver's licenses, but the licenses that you have in your car. And we know that the Minister of Transport, for example, has given some um, uh, concessions, right, that uh, people can have up until that date now to go and renew their licenses. Uh, is the insurance sector uh, responsive to that and accommodating such realities when it comes to insurance claims? Definitely so, um, Africa. You know, um, there's, there's a lot of conversation. Most of our insurers, I think more or less everyone now, are also members of SAIA, um, you know, who, who's governing these decisions. And not only them, you know, if you're a member of SAIA, you also submit as an insurer to um, the decisions by the Ombudsman for short-term insurance. Um, I've, I've had several discussions with Judge McLaren. They don't only look at the... Um, at, at the, uh, you know, the terms and conditions in the contract. They go back and they say, listen, let's have a look here. Was there any um, prejudice for the insurer? You know, what, what was the position of the insured to make sure that the insurers are always taking the correct decisions? All right. Uh, your calls are most welcome on 011-883-0702. You can send us a voice note if you choose, 072-702-1702. My guest is Vaynand Van Fieren. He's a client experience partner at King Price Insurance, uh, reflecting on really a reality for many South Africans right now where your driver's license has expired, your license disc in your car has expired, and you have insurance that you've been uh, um, contributing to uh, for years and years and years. Will you be able to claim should something happen. Vainad, your first que- a call is from Unati in Centurion. Unati, a very good afternoon. Uh, what's your question or comment to Vainad? My, my comment is that I, I'm not sure if... Uh, in fact, when you go and renew a license, they don't test your driving ability. They test your eyesight. Now, your eyesight deteriorates over time. And that's what they test. So, for him to say your driving abilities are the ones that they are testing is incorrect. But they kept, they check if you are fit to be on the road. So now if, if my license expires and I don't do the eye test, maybe that's why we have so many accidents on the road. Thanks. Uh, to take the point further then, Unati, what are you saying? That uh, insurance companies should very well be within their right then to not uh, process a claim by Unati because he's sitting with an expired driver's license, which means his eyesight has not been tested, which means he might actually have not known that he needs glasses in order for him to uh, be on the road? Precisely because the, the effect is that people are dying on the road. Because we keep talking about the driving ability, but our our fitness to be on the road is what we should be talking about. Because the, the renewal of the driver's license does not test if you can drive or not. They test if you are able to see when you're on the road. All right. Unati, thank you very much for your call. Vainant, would you like to respond to that? So it, that is the reason why I said you can't just for years not renew your license and think that you... Yeah, you know, you, you still, an insurer is still going to settle. That's why I made the comment earlier when I said, 
when it it so happens, you know, it's it, it, it's something completely different. If someone's license just expired, and you know, in, in especially in these times that we're living in, and an accident occurred, there will there will be no nothing even done by the insurer further. But if it's been for a year or longer. Um, Nazis, um, you know, comment there is very valid. Then there could have been something that could have created an endorsement on his license that I've, that I've mentioned earlier, like, you know, that he must now wear contact lenses or glasses. And if, if it was due to his negligence that he never went or just laziness that he didn't renew his license, that's very valid. That can be material to the way in which that accident occurred. And then the insurer will be entitled to reject the claim like that. For sure. Uh, slightly off topic, but uh, still very relevant. So if I am on the road uh, and I'm driving with an expired driver's license and I'm stopped by a Johannesburg Metro Police Department official, what rights are due to me, Renant? Well, you know, um, I've, I've heard several incidents where they could see, you know, that it's a, it's a recent expiry um, and then they, they let the people through with a warning. But if they do give you, um, you know, a ticket there for not being in possession of a valid driver's license or, you know, you've expired, I think, you know, if, if you were in a position where you couldn't have gone for the, um, you know, you've been hospitalized or whatever the, the issue was, I think you can, you should take it up, you know, take it to the magistrate's court and explain to them, surely in these times they're going to listen to you. That certainly will. Um, not quite related, but also important when it comes to cars. There is the latest car defect recall scam that is going around, which you have some details on. Yes, we, we've seen many of those incidents in the, in, in the insurance industry now and in the car. You know, people are so easily um, caught out. You know, we, we found ourselves to still be very gullible. So what they do is they... They give you a call and say, listen, you bought this new vehicle and um, I don't want to mention uh, manufacturers now. Um, and then they say, listen, but they say, there's a problem. The car must come back. And they even send um, an email to confirm that. So now you think that in two days' time, it's uh, the manufacturer that's picking your car up from you. And there they go with your car. And, and a day or two days later, when you don't hear anything in your phone, you know, no one knows anything about the car and they're out of your car. So the car is still being stolen from you. And um, I've heard people having difficulty with their insurers to, um, to, to pay those claims for theft, which is completely wrong. At King Price, we, we, we look after our customers and make sure it's still just a theft. That, that claim must be paid. You know, it's theft under false pretense, but it still stays theft. People should just be very careful. There's always an onus always on the insured to act with due care and precaution. Um, you know, and, and, and if you found to be reckless in the, in, in the circumstances where, you know, you've given your car into the hands of people where there was a clear red light or something like that, you know, you can, you can found, find yourself in difficulty later. But if a vehicle is stolen under false pretense, like what they're doing now, you know, that is why you take insurance. These people are very clever. They're very manipulative. You, you, you know, they disguise what they do so well that you can be caught out, and that must be covered by your um, comprehensive short-term insurance. That's important, actually, to note. Thank you very much for sharing that, Vaynard. Back to the calls now. Paul, you are in Pretoria. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, I would like to comment about the driver's license. Your card, 
The only thing that expires is your card, not your license. Your license never expires. Only if it is rescinded by a court. Ah, losing that uh, call there from Paul. But uh, Venant really reiterating the point that you were making, and I think a point that was made by Unati. My ability to drive was tested in 1999 when I uh, acquired my driver's license. I'm still able to drive, and all that I'm testing for every five years is to make sure that my eyesight allows me to continue to to, to obviously test to drive. Um, Yeah. I, I know it's something that I think Gauteng allows actually, where when you go to renew your driver's license, you are able to go to your optometrist, have them perform the test, issue you yeah. with a letter or something that you can then take uh, to the driver's license uh, center, to the traffic department, to expedite the process. It gives you one less queue to stand in effectively. Exactly. You know, so if you if if you found to be in a position where that license did expire, you haven't had the opportunity to renew it, you go to the optometrist and you give that through to your insurer, you know, then there's no prejudice for the insurer, you know, in, in the whole scenario. You are a capable driver and therefore, um, you know, an insurer like that can't reject your claim if, you, if you've been in an accident. All right. Uh, still related to insurance, um, we all have laptops, I suppose, and tablets and uh, cellular phones and all sorts of things that we use um, that are portable. Um, they're not always covered under home content insurance if they are stolen while you are away from home. Would my car insurance be able to cover in any way um, the content then that is stolen in the car um, when obviously I can prove that the car has been stolen? So unfortunately not. You know, the the premium that you pay on every risk will be calculated according to, you know, the the, the data that the insurer have over over many years. And um, so if you if, if you insure your items under your household, I'm very clever that you're so well informed um, or, or glad that you're so well informed. You know, those items that you take with you out of the house, that is not covered um, under your household contents cover if something happens to it outside of your home or off the premises. Therefore, people, you know, find themselves without cover for cell phones, laptops, jewelry, expensive watches um, that you carry with you every day, expensive handbags. Um, you know, because you think that it's covered under your household. People shouldn't make that mistake. There's a specific section under your short-term insurance where you specify those um, expensive items, that watch or that ring um, that you know that you take with you out of the house every day for the replacement value, and then you know that that it's insured for any... We give our customers, you know, that cover... Um, anywhere in the world from King Price. And make sure, you know, if you take your bicycle um, to a race somewhere and, you know, that it's properly covered, that watch of yours, if something happens to it while you're overseas, it is covered. You mustn't make the mistake of not having those items covered. So you, you, you then have to... I suppose it's true with any form of insurance, isn't it? You have to be deliberate and very conscious as to what you are actually covering yourself for. Definitely so. And as you've mentioned earlier, those items are now left in your car, like your laptop. Um, you know, the thieves, they, they know that they break a window and they take it out of your car. And um, then if you want to claim, they say, no, listen, but, but um, incidents like this is not covered under your um, household contents. You have to have that 
specific cover on those items. Uh, here's an uncomfortable <laughs> question. Um, <laughs> if you share your car, and I use that term very loosely, it could be a case of somebody saying, hey, I need to go get some, grab some ice from the um, petrol station down the road. You hand them over your car keys. So they're not listed necessarily as one of the approved drivers. I think that's the term you use, um, who are insured uh, with your car. But, uh, you know, it's just general Joe Public uh, who you've given your car to. They get involved in an accident and they are driving with an expired driver's license. How does that quagmire resolve itself? Well, again, Africa, you know, one should go and then look at the individual. Was, was there all along driving experience and that expiry of the license, and, you know, is it still relevant? But the, what you've mentioned earlier is that there are two different ways of underwriting, um, uh, you know, by insurers. The first will be um, a nominated driver policy. There you will, on your schedule of insurance, you will clearly see that this is a nominated driver policy and only you and your wife or whoever will be allowed to drive this vehicle. And then you will only enjoy cover for accidents that happens with those nominated drivers because the insurer will also go and rate the risk according to that. King Price don't insure like that. We say who is the regular driver of, of your car in your circumstances, Africa, we will consider in the underwriting your driving experience, how long have you had your license, um, what is your claims history, and then anyone else can also drive your car, your wife, your friend, um, a friend with a license can use your car. That doesn't matter. You can be in an accident. You will still enjoy cover as long as you've got a valid driver's license or you had one recently and there's no issues around that. And, um, you know, you've got the cover if someone uses your car like that. But the main risk um, is you, and, and you will be the person that's driving that car most of the time. We d- I haven't seen, you know, we don't see the nominated driver policy that much anymore. There's a shift in, um, in, in the market, you know, towards that regular um, driver. But on business policies and so on, you know, the, the, you can still see that only certain drivers are insured. Therefore, one must make very sure on that schedule of insurance that you only allow people, you know, who will be covered to drive your vehicle. Vainant, thank you very much indeed for your time and your insights this afternoon. Vainant van Vieren is a client experience partner at King Price.